Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. We welcome you back here inside of the radio room and podcasting studio at Lake Orion High School for another classic episode of Cheap Seats, the podcast currently being produced and created by the students within the prestigious Dragon Broadcasting Program. My name is Ben Shadel, your host for today and always, as joining me on my right is my good buddy Kyle Purdy on the audio board. He's filling in for our, our good friend Zach Hayes who isn't here and unfortunately isn't feeling too well, so he had to take a little bit of a leave of absence. But Kyle's here is going to fill in normally on the other side of the glass, being sort of promoted today, so might be a little bit of a trial, Kyle. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and on the other side of the glass, as always, we have Aiden Novak and a uh, an, an empty chair right beside you, Novak. That'll be filled later in the episode with our usual uh, sub, sort of a Jim Costa kind of like guy, <laughs> Cookies guy. Well, T1. Jim, yeah, I mean, Cookies but- is now the... the Video guy. He, he better hurry up, though. Yeah. I'm lonely over here, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm real lonely. Over I'm here. sorry, Novak. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Be, we're here with you, Novak. We'll, we'll see how it goes and what time Tyler gets here. Anyways, <laughs> uh, we do hope that Zach feels better and he joins us here very, very soon. Unfortunately, obviously, like we said before, he isn't feeling well. But, uh, anyways, let's move on. Let's get right into our show today. Uh, I'm actually going to do something I haven't done any episode yet. I'm just going to I'm, I'm going to give the the ball. I'm going to pass the puck to Kyle Perry, Already? as Bro. I would say. All right, all right. Kyle, all right, I, all right, I mean, right. in terms of current sports news in the entire Detroit landscape of sports, um the most relevant topic right now is the team on the ice, the Detroit Red Wings. What an ending to that game a couple days ago against the Chicago Blackhawks. Patrick Kane's return to Chicago. Kyle, you know more about this information, this topic than anybody else here. Why don't you why don't you lead us in this conversation? Yeah, I'll definitely start it off. Um, I think I think it's evident, even though you guys aren't probably into hockey as much as I am. I know you guys watch it sometimes. Yeah. But the Red Wings are rolling right now. They're really, really rolling. They're two points out of third in the Atlantic Division since the Ma- uh, the Maple Leafs lost last night. The Lightning also uh, dropped a game to the Flyers. So the Red Wings are in great shape right now. They're pretty safe in that wild card one spot right now. There's a lot of time to be played. They're also very close to that third Atlantic position. If you get into that third Atlantic position, you'll be you'll be better off, I think. And, um, you know, the Red Wings are just clicking on all cylinders. Patrick Kane, I mean, what a goal against yeah. – uh, what a goal against Chicago. Mm-hmm. The <laughs> showtime, as they like <laughs> to call go, him. Yeah. That overtime goal was sick. And then last night, they just poured it on the Capitals. I mean, Shane Gossespear, he's a defenseman. He almost had a hat trick. Wow. One went one went just wide, had it. But I mean, there is a there is a play. I don't know if you want to look it up or not, but it was in the okay, it was cool. in the third period. The game was the game was kind of getting out of control. But I mean, it was Larkin, Kane, and Alex DeBrinket all across the blue line together. And it, it was like a it was like a Larkin pass to Kane, Kane back to Larkin, and then shot across to DeBrinket, and just had to tap it in. I mean, they're clicking. Um, all these guys are scoring on high cylinders, and I'm really excited for playoff hawk. Uh, hockey to be back in Detroit. It's going to be really fun. Yeah. Well, what wasn't the score last night? Eight to three. Uh, I yes. Think you said? Eight that's, to three. That's phenomenal. Novak, do you like the Red Wings? I absolutely love the Red Wings. I actually like really started getting into hockey last year. I went to a Red Wings game midway through the season. I've been watching every game I can since. Really? I really started getting into hockey again. I mean, the pros know it best. If yeah. the Red Wings are if the Red Wings are a good team, hockey's more fun. I mean, it's called <laughs> Hockey Town for a reason, Kyle. That's oh exactly God. right. Uh, the last thing that I really remember about hockey, I, I got into it kind of last year. Haven't had that much time to watch it this year, though. But last year, I watched um, I watched the Thirty for Thirty documentary on the Red Wings Avalanche rivalry. That is one of the best documentaries oh, I've ever seen. Oh my goodness! It's the so whole good. thing with Claude so Lemieux good. and everything, and then the the goalie fight. 
I just Two I, of them. I can't I can't believe it, dude. It was wow. It was <laughs> it was something to say the least. My goodness, that was it was a very very good watch. Uh, it it promoted hockey to the best extent fully possible. <laughs> And uh, Eisenman's done a great job here. You know, he did Fantastic a great job at job. Tampa Bay, uh, a couple couple seasons prior, leading them to a uh, a championship, getting players like Andre Vasilevsky, the best goalie in NHL oh twenty two. Alex Lyon's been great. Alex Lyon's been great. I don't care. Great. Alex Lyon's true, been great. Definitely true. Yes. And I think one of the best things that Eisenman's done, he's balanced new talent with veterans yeah. in the mm-hmm. locker room. And I mean, when you bring in guys like Patrick Kane and Alex DeBrinket, that can help out Lucas Raymond. And you know, most cider some of our some of our younger guys that are kind of the future of this franchise. I mean, Alex DeBrinket got signed to a solid deal, but I mean, Kane's gone at the end of the year, um, most likely. And you know, just Lucas Raymond being able to learn from forwards like David Perron and Alex DeBrinket and Patrick Kane. I mean, that's huge in the locker room. And um, one of the selling factors on Patrick Kane coming here in the first place was Alex DeBrinket. They were teammates in Chicago. They had chemistry. And that's part of the reason they're succeeding so well. I mean, the depth on this team is awesome. Just watching them is fun right now because they're, they're not falling asleep. I mean, the Chicago game was kind of rough. Yeah. They still won. But, I mean, last night they, they showed, they that, just rolled they showed that they're a high-power I'm sorry. Team. Am I wrong to say that's six straight wins for the Detroit Red Wings no, right now? No, not wrong at all. Not six all? straight wins. For the Red Wings. I mean, that West Coast trip was pretty big. Being able to pick up a few points. um, Big game against the Avalanche. Mm -hmm. That was a huge game. Huge way to win that one. Came back, tied it, and won that game. We went, I think we went 2-2 and on the West Coast. But, I mean, the West Coast is kind of good. Outside of San Jose, who sucks. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, we played Vegas. We played Seattle. We played the Avalanche. I mean, when you when you pick up two wins out of four pretty solid teams, I mean that's that's good coming home to coming home to a six game winning streak and mm-hmm. I don't think they're stopping. No. Last year I would have been scared in this scenario because they were in and out of that wild card spot for like half the season and then towards the end of the year they started to kind of decline. They were losing five straight games and they fell out of that spot. And then in the Eastern Conference in the Atlantic Division, you just can't do that. <laughs> and I mean, we're we're in a pretty comfortable spot right now, to where we can make a push for the top three in the Atlantic Division. But we're also we're also pretty safe and sound in a wild card spot. That makes sense. I mean, you know, from what we've seen from the Red Wings, I don't think there's any way that you know the Red Wings can be looking to just get into the playoffs, right? Maybe at the beginning of the year that was your expectation, but now you know who who's that defenseman that Eisenman uh, is currently looking to shop around right now at the trade deadline. He hasn't played in six to seven games. John something maybe. I'm not. I'm not here. Let me take a look at look up. Is it Petrie? It might be. Um, Petrie anyways. played Petrie's in Chicago. Great. Yeah. I think Petrie's in the first or second line. Petrie's been good. Shopping. Petrie's been really good. He's. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, if you really dive deep into like the the skills set and like the hockey terminology, I mean, you know it, Novak. The boys are buzzing right now. Yeah. The, boy, the boys are buzzing, and I mean. <clears throat> Jeff Petrie's great. He really is. Oh, Jonathan Berggren. Yeah, might, might be him. He's down below, though. He is? He's playing in the AHL right now. That would make more sense. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, from what I've, from what I've heard uh, on social media and everything, you know, the Red Wings are at a position where they're kind of like the Lions, right? You know what I mean? The Lions went 9-8 and eight two seasons ago. They just missed out on the playoffs, barely. 
and they made a couple moves this offseason, bringing in some some talent in the secondary, having a great, great draft, although a lot of people like myself didn't like the picks. Um, they proved everybody wrong, you know what I mean? And so with the Red Wings, now they're in a scenario where it's not the offseason anymore. Now they're at the trade deadline. They're coming around that point. You have to make a big move, okay? And listen, I understand you got a bunch of prospects in the system. You got picks, and those are extremely valuable in today's landscape of the NHL. Bless you, Novak. Thank you, um, sir. <laughs> but when it comes to getting big pieces and and taking your franchise from, hey, man, we just want to make the playoffs to, and now we're contending as national contenders, right? This is a kind of luxurious Sneed type move if you want to compare it to the NFL. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is some kind of move where, I mean, even you look back at the bad boys for the Detroit Pistons, right? Getting uh, Den- or Dennis Rodman, right? That was a huge piece that they added in order to really extend themselves and push themselves to that next level. What That's what the Red. About? Huh? What player are we talking about? I don't got a specific, I don't have a player oh, in my mind. Okay. I was hoping okay. you would give us some oh. detail on that. I'm just saying this is what you know the Red Wings have to do here, in my personal opinion. I just you got you got a name, Kyle. Not you got a position. Let's start with a position at least. What position do would you want to beef up if you're Steve Eisenman right now? Defenseman. Defenseman. Because well, you got Cider. You have Cider. You have Petrie. You yep. have Sherratt. You got Gostasper. Gostasper. The only thing I'd say I want an offensive defenseman. You know what I mean? Like a defenseman that can push offense. And one of the big ones, I think the biggest one on our on our squad, the Red Wings right now, is Shane Gostasper. Yeah. He had two goals last night. He absolute ripper of a slap shot. I mean, he is he is unreal and he is he's really really good. But right now he's the only really Oh boy, look who's coming in the studio. <laughs> T1. Mr. Claw, all oh, the doors locked. Novak, you might have to get that for him. Here, let's let's do something here. T Claw is in the house. We like bit. to see it. But what I was Keep saying, talking. he was one of the only he's really one of the only guys on defense that's generating offense and it's it's like you need defensemen that can push the puck, and Ben Chirac kind of does it too. But if you can, if you can pick up, if you can pick up a guy like Carlson, Eric Carlson. Um, I mean, I'm not saying we're gonna get Eric Carlson, but he <laughs> is. He's definitely, he's definitely a. <laughs> we're talking about the Red Wings, Tyler. Yes, Tyler. Re- we are I know you probably don't know. Wings. Let's let's welcome hockey. let's welcome Mr. Clausen into the studio. Hi, Tyler. How you doing, Tyler? Hi, you doing good? I'm doing amazing. <laughs> Tyler, we're just talking about the Red Wings because they're really they're doing really, really good right yeah. now. Okay. It's really yeah. an A-B conversation over here. Kind of is. Yeah. No Kyle guys. Purdy's in his yeah. element right I, now. Oh, my God. It's I, mainly Kyle Purdy. Oh my God, I, I love the Red Wings. Are you yeah. kidding me? You know I love the <laughs> Red Wings. You know yeah, I love the Red Wings. I do. We were talking about you know what we were going to talk about before we started here today, and uh, I was talking about maybe some college basketball, some college football and everything, <laughs> and Kyle's like, wait a minute, pause, let's hold on, where are my Red Wings? So. You know, we had to throw in something quickly for uh, for Mr. Purdy. Tyler, before we go back to you, Kyle, I want to hear. Tyler, do you know anything about the Red Wings right now? Give me one thing you know. Um, do you know the head coach's name? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> can, you name, can you name one player on the roster besides Dylan Larkin? Yeah, Raymond. What's his first name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lucas? my God. Huh? Hey, there, there it is. There you go. Yeah. That's two players. There you go. Wow. Novak, Tyler knows, Tyler Novak how confident are you with names on the Red Wings right now? Getting into um, the game more. Robbie Fabry. Decent. Robbie Fabry. Oh my wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. He's fourth line. Fourth line. Is he? I yes. That. That's crazy. All right. I remember the Instagram notification <laughs> I got when we get, uh, signed him or whatever or traded let's, for him. Let's play a game. We're going oh, around no. the table until someone can't name a, oh, li- I got a Red Wings player anymore. All right. I'll start Dylan Larkin. That's not uh, fair. Michael Rasmussen. 
You can say Lucas Raymond. Um, Ben Chirot. Uh, Shane Gassisper. Mo Sider. Fabry. Alex Lyon. His name? Robbie. Ooh, James Reimer. Oh no, I might be. Goalies are gone. Uh, technically not. Um, I was gonna say we got one more, right? Um, he's hurt, but I mean. Alex Dabrinkit. Ooh, damn, that was my next one. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, okay, think of a 36 wow. year old considered the best American. Kane. They, what's his first there name? There it is. Patrick. There you go. There he is. <laughs> Shane Gostaspare. Yeah, see, I'm dead. I, I feel like I already said I that. You didn't, whatever. Say, Shane. Whatever, whatever, you didn't whatever. say Shane Gostaspare. Okay, okay. Jeff Petrie. There it is. Um, hey. Jonathan no. Bergeron. No. There you go. You're up, Tyler. He's not even on the active roster. Hey, it counts. I'm out. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> there we go. Um. Oh, Come man. On, Novak. Oh, uh, I know I've got someone. I've got to. Dig deep. I know how, I have one. I don't know oh, what his first name is. I got a good one for my next pick. I got one. Oh, my God. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say Huso, but I don't know his first name. It's Huso. Huso. Billy Huso. Billy yeah. Huso. Does that count? Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Ali Mata. I was, what's, the, uh, what's Sunquist's first name? Did Sunquist is on the wild. Oh, we traded him a while ago. He's not. Yeah. Ah, um, I, feel like I, I feel like I could go another one, though, is the problem. See if you if you told me like tw- and like twenty twenty two Red Wings I can name the entire you're list. out too long it's fine go Jake Wallman uh J T Comfer who um I'm out yeah <laughs> I'm yes. out keep on going Kyle yes 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 name. yes huh let's see how many you can I name. don't know I don't know how like we named a good amount of people right yeah, there yeah I'm out <laughs> um Clem Costin yeah you no. got that's crazy you got um I'm just gonna go through the lines so first line's Larkin uh it Kane Sight, not cider. Gossespierre and Sherratt. Then you got Gossespierre, Petrie, not Gossespierre. Cider, Petrie, then Raymond. You got uh, who's on that line? Comfer and David Perron. Oh, dude. Nobody said Perron. You know what? Yeah, and you know who else we missed? Andrew Cop. We missed oh, him too. Miss Copper. Wow. All right, who? Ben. You have any more? You have any more topics for us since Tyler's here? I do. Here? He I doesn't do. really. Like, you want to switch really over? Like so hockey. now, Tyler, do you want to lead a discussion here real quickly? I'm sure. I'm sure you can talk about the Tigers, right? Oh, I can do the Tigers. How about, do you how about Detroit and spring training how, right now? I, huh? Exactly. Come on now. Come on. Tyler, give me give me some. What was the first game was 22 they, to 10? That lost. was brutal. They split right. squad yesterday, right? They did. They did. Yeah. Yes. One, one, one lost one. Yeah. All right. Tyler, you want, you want to talk a little bit about the, the Tigers and everything and how you think uh, how you think the Tigers are doing right now? Well, right now. It's <laughs> Tyler's confident there's an... But I'm feeling confident this year. 80, oh, 80, 80 win wins, season. 80 win, I'm with you 80 on wins. that. 80, 80 wins. Season. Tigers rotation is going to be good. Flaherty looked really good in his yeah. first inning. You know who didn't look good? And granted, it's his first like actual Casey like Mize. live game. Casey Mize. Yeah. He went like 1.2, two hits, two runs. He was hitting yeah. 97 on the gun though. Was so he was actually? Good, Jesus. Yeah. Can I ask you a question, Tyler? I want I want a prediction right now. With all of the work and dedication that has been put in by this player in the offseason, in the entire organization as a whole, in terms of, you know, trying to get this guy to, to get back into his actual uh, old form, um, do you think that Javier Baez gets out of his recent slump in his past couple of seasons? Tyler, look at your phone. My you answer is a big fat no. I think no, that's a, just my answer. I think he has a better year than he has the past two, but I don't think he gets back to what he was. No. Okay, I'm sorry. What's what's management's uh, idea on getting a veteran who's like 35 and can't hit? Who, Canna? Gia Urshela. It's, it's a <laughs> death Urshela piece. hit 280 last yeah. year. Yeah, he it's did, but he has piece. no power. I don't care. They don't Anymore. need power. They've already got care. some guys with juice. Yeah, who cares? Uh, it's better than Maton. 
Do you it's think? True. Oh, that's very okay. true. A big thing, a big thing that I like, and I've kind of seen it with the Red Wings too. I mean, we're we're playing really good right now, but take for instance either the Avalanche or the Maple Leafs, or the Lightning or the Oilers. I want a, I want a guy who's gonna put up a hundred points or like fifty goals or like fifty five goals. Well, we don't really have that right now. We're not there and yet. I kind of see the same thing with baseball. I mean, Judge, he's a 40. Wait a minute, wait a minute. 100 goals? We're talking about Alex Dabrinki here, He right? said 100 points, not 100, 100 goals. 100 points. 100 My points. Fault. 100 points. My fault. And then I'm talking I'm talking like Aaron Judge, 40-plus home run guy. Otani, 40-plus. <laughs> Trout, if he doesn't get hurt, usually 40-plus. I'm just saying somebody. Yep. Torque hit. Torque hit how many last year? 30. 30-something. 30 30 a lot. Did he, did he get into the 30s? I think so. Yeah, if if we can turn. I say he hit 31. If we can t- uh, turn Torque or, like, somebody into a. Like thirty, like high thirties, forty plus home run guy. It's gonna put eyes on the Tigers, and it's gonna, it's gonna give them a spark. And I think Parker Meadows or Parker Meadows Parkle. is gonna be great too. Parkle. Parker Meadows is gonna be amazing. Parkle. I love Parker Meadows. What about his brother? Uh, Austin Meadows? Uh, no, not yeah, him. No. <laughs> He's not. Time it. to go. Tyler, time, are we a fan of uh, Kerry Bonds? Of course. Kerry Carpenter. Kerry Carpenter so is good. a dog. We love Kerry Carpenter. Absolutely adore that guy. I think uh, I think Gio Urshela is going to be good at third. He'll be our. He'll, he'll be, be a good fielder. He'll be. Will, good he, will he be our everyday defense. guy? You think? I think so. Probably. Think probably. And then yeah. McKinstry will probably McKinstry play third on like a. True. True. We don't have like a sh- like a straight up third baseman. Like we never had one. You know last what I'm talking season. about? Putting Parker Meadows in center and then moving uh, Riley Green over to right. We did. Yeah, uh, yes. We did some of that last year. Speaking of Riley Green, you hear he got Tommy John on his non-throwing arm. Really? Very confused it was his, about It was that. his diving catch towards the end of last year. He had a mm. he had a little situation with that. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Very very. But interesting. he'll be he'll be good. He'll be yeah. good. Well, I've so? kind of figured, but yeah, that's weird. So. It's weird. Yeah, non-throwing arm is kind of weird. Yeah, but I Never think it was his happen. diving catch. I would. I mean, you would hope so. Honestly, Riley Green's such a big part of this team and its future. So, I mean, if, I just go ahead. I think I think the first few weeks of this Tiger season is gonna tell a lot. Mm-hmm. Agreed. It's mm-hmm. gonna it's gonna show the talent that we have, mm-hmm. or that we're supposed to have, mm-hmm. and it's gonna it's gonna show you who's really been working and who's who's really been putting it to it. Um, I'm just a little worried about the pitching rotation. I'm not slightly I'm not. slightly. I'm not worried about the top three. I don't know how Mize is gonna be. I don't know. You don't need Mize. I'm 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 gonna be completely honest. You don't need a lot Mize. With what Reese, with, with excuse me, with what Reese Olson did last year, and Sawyer Gibson Long, honestly, in my opinion, is such an underrated guy. Reese Olson, are you kidding is me? Terrible. Reese no, Olson, not. Reese Olson is horrible. No, he's he like not. a three seven. He's last awful. Year. That's not that bad in terms of a rookie. And when he brought when he was brought up, he's not awful, guys. He's I think a very I went underrated. To, piece. I think I went to one Tigers game last year. Yeah, it was against he, that the was Rays, horrible. Yeah, and Reese Olson started. I think he went like five innings, gave up eight runs. It yeah, wasn't it was not I, good. I understand that, but at the same he time, had a three nine. Last thank year. you. That's that's not, pretty that's solid not horrible. For a, a, so my whole point for your is fifth starter. Yeah. That's not that bad. My whole point is you put Mize in that long reliever role to start out. You know, opening day, give him a couple of at bats, maybe a couple of innings per series to slowly get in, and then you throw him into that okay. starting pitcher. You I'm don't sorry. have to throw him so into the fire. I'm sorry, Ben. Here's a pitcher. Here's a pitcher. Oh, okay, no. if Alex Fiedo ever touches an MLB baseball. For the Detroit Tigers in a start ever again, I'd, I'd no. I'd I know. I turn the game no. off. I turn well, the game well, off. I mean, you Alex got Fiedo is not good at baseball. 
than the Joey Wentz experience. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god! My god. Oh true. my god! It so doesn't what, you, get worse than. I Joey was not Wentz. a fan of the Reese Solson experience last year. I'm so sorry. Have, I wasn't have, a fan of the Joey Wentz experience. I wasn't a fan of the Reese Solson experience, and I wasn't a fan of the Matt Boyd experience for the second freaking time. Well, you got you got Scooball, you got Maeda, you got Flaherty, you got SGL, you got Reese Olsen, Casey Mize. Flaherty will Matt be solid, Hayden, right? Mm-hmm. He'll That's be what four. seven to eight starting pitchers that you can roll through. Not talking about. I guarantee there's at least one more. Tyler, do you think? Do you think Jackson Joe can come up? Well, Joe, there's Joe, Joe, there's, Wilmer Flores, Tyler Montero. Yep. There's other guys like there's there's Ty should be there should even. be absolutely no reason that the Tigers should have to start a, a freaking closer. <laughs> um, as as or a relief pitcher, as nothing, their, nothing's as worse. Pitcher. Nothing's it worse. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you might as you might as well bring Johnny Peralta back and give him the, <laughs> the ball to throw on. The Bro, <laughs> nothing is worse than the Jose Cisnero experience. Who is, who is the guy oh that? Oh um, my god! Who is the guy that He's played gone, all right? positions? He better in be. The game? I think so. Who, who is the guy that played all positions in the game? Andrew Romine. Andrew yes. Romine. Andrew Romine. The Andrew Romine Legendary. Legendary. Oh my god. Holy crap! It's gonna be it's gonna be weird not seeing Cabrera. I know he kind of fell off the last few I'm years, got out of shape, but like, hey, he's, be, oh, he's still in the front office. He's yeah. a character. Yeah. Guy. He's still with the organization. Don't care. Don't care. I like I love him, at, but at the exact exact same time, what were we paying him last year? A million? lot of money, but so 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 answer my question here, Novak. Good job. Why are we not L- spending L- that money on any freaking players? That's a very good question. And what I about Shohei Otani? I, okay. Well, what about we Yamamoto? We're never going to get Shohei Otani. Well, why not? We're never going to get Yamamoto. Throw money at him. They don't want to come wor- here. In what, what about Young Hoo Lee? They can come here. Me and Tyler play a lot of MLB The Show. I young Hoo Lee. Lee. <laughs> I, I wanted him. I, yeah. We were never going to get Yamamoto for the only, the only, No way. The only ones that we had a shot at were Young Hoo Lee and who's the pitcher that the Cubs got? Imanaga. Yeah, Imanaga. Shota Imanaga. Yeah, he's just... He's gonna be a stud too. Yeah, no, it's it's just crazy for me. I'm excited for Yamamoto. He looks right good. Nah, Yamamoto looks I'm really telling you, good. Next year. I'm not excited next for him because he plays for the freaking Dodgers. I didn't say that last every year. Oh, yeah. wait a minute! Don't spend money in free agency this year. Next year's class is gonna be really good. We oh, wait a minute! Next year. Young guys, if we would have got Shohei this year, it's not gonna make us a contender. Are you crazy? Any team that gets Shohei can be a contender. He's not pitching this year. Well, then why didn't the Angels make uh, the freaking sure. playoffs? Yeah. Two seasons in a row with Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. Why didn't they make playoffs? Because okay. baseball is the biggest team sport of all major four sports. Yes. We have our young guys. They're developing next year. I tell you, we're going to spend next year. Let me ask you a question. Do you think uh, Henry Lemoy gets on the opening day roster? Justin Henry Lemoy. I heard Malloy. I heard 97-1. I heard 97-1 talking He's about this. He's been pretty solid in spring training. Is it – um? Why is the name of our GM not coming to my head right now? Scott talking about Harris. Scott Harris. Yeah, Scott Harris. Yeah. That's actually not our general manager. Or He's our – Right, He's uh, our president, president of baseball operations. Yeah, it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, is it him or is it Illich? For what? He won't spend money? It's Illich. Yeah. It's Illich, Illich will not spend money. Yeah. He won't. He doesn't want to spend money. You know, but you no, he'll go drop $18 million on a 37-year-old in Mark Canna. You know, you know what I think? <laughs> well... I don't know, man. You know, you know. Just whenever I think about this, he'll hit bring, twenty it, plus bombs. It hey, brings I've me back to the up. great days of when the Tigers would spend money and go out and get like a guy like Jonas Spes- or Jonas Cespedes. Not again. Or no. How about, yeah, how about why JD not? Martinez? I let want me, JD. Martinez. I want JD Martinez. Me, He's my favorite player of all time. JD Martinez needs to come back to Detroit. Let me tell you something, Novak. <laughs> that team that the Detroit Tigers had, a hundred percent would have won a, a World Series if they didn't have Brad Ausmus. They could have won a worst World manager Series. of all time. Agree. Brad, Os- Brad Ausmus was terrible. So uh, Jim Leland was still there. Twenty. Yeah. So Brad, you know your guy just got ejected. Oh what are you gonna do? I'm gonna go up there and shake the umpire's hand. I thought it was a great call right there. Twenty. Guys. I'm not gonna back on my players at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Twenty twelve was the term. year. 
Uh-huh. It was nice. the year. And we have not had good again? baseball since 2013. Yeah. When we lost in the AL championship. If David Ortiz doesn't hit that grand slam, Tigers win that series in five games. Oh, my God. I know. It was horrible. Baseball is a big game of momentum, too. Yes. Uh-huh. Huge momentum You can't game. do that at Fenway. You can't no. give up a grand slam in Fenway. No. You can't. The momentum changes. Uh-huh. The crowd gets in it. I mean, I think a big team that relies on a lot of momentum in the postseason is the Phillies, too. Yeah. Oh, the Phillies especially, man. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Their fans, are, their fans are crazy. I miss well, when, Philadelphia. Come I miss now. when Pittsburgh was good. I went to PNC yeah, Park. That PNC. place is gorgeous. Oh, it's beautiful. And, oh, oh, yeah, the God. backdrop. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, we love Pittsburgh. It's amazing. We love Pittsburgh. Not the Steelers. Not the Steelers, man. The Steelers. The Steelers. Screw the Steelers. You guys are terrible. The Steelers are terrible? I can't yeah. believe you guys made it to the freaking playoffs. Well, you know, I mean. Mike Tomlin's him. I'm just glad the Lions made it further. Let me tell you something. We're going to deviate a little. We're going to deviate off the Tigers' path here. Okay, I want to go a new topic. I'm not going to say a word in this topic. No, not the Steelers. I, it is something else. I'm not going to say a word in this topic unless I'm asked a question because I will be called biased. Please give me your top five NFL coaches right now, currently. <laughs> okay, number one, Andy, number one, Andy Reid, no question. Um, Start with Novak. Go ahead, I guess. Number one is obviously Andy Reid. Um, you're still like putting us on the spot. I can't think of a top five immediately. Tomlin's somewhere in the top three, probably. Mike Tomlin, not to just like, kind of like. Make you happy, but he's <laughs> he fine. is good. That's That's fine. Fine. He is, great, he is he good. Is a great football fine. coach. My, part of me just wants to put Dan Campbell at five, but he's not there yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he might be. He, he might could be. be, but I don't think he's there yet. Tyler, did you see what I sent you? I did. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, dude, I can't. I can't think of a top five like right off the, the bat. I got Andy Reid, Mike Tomlin, top two probably. That's about it that I've I'll got gi- right now. I'll give you a top five. Help me out. I'll give you a top five. Okay, number one, Andy Reid. Yep. Okay. Oh. Okay. Number two, Mike Tomlin. There you go. I was I like a big, it. I was a big Bill Belichick guy, but not anymore. Not he anymore. is gone. Yep. He is out of here. Um, number three. Right now, I'm just thinking of Dan Campbell. Hmm. I'm thinking of Dan Campbell. I think Biting Dan Campbell again. is top five. I think Dan Campbell is number five. I really do. I mean, <laughs> look at the turnaround that he put on the Lions. If it wasn't, oh wait, if Dan Campbell was a head coach of another team besides the Lions, I'd say either the Buccaneers or like the Eagles or a team who's had success in the past, like the recent past, then maybe he's not top five yet. Yeah, but he's already proved so much. He went from three thirteen and one, or like three twelve and one, to nine and to eight, to nine and eight, to twelve and five, to in twelve an and NFC five in an NFC Championship game, almost beating the 49ers, mind you. Yeah, he is a top five coach. He turned that thing around. Oh, well, speaking of top five coaches, number three, Kyle Shanahan, 49ers. Yes. yes. Oh. Speaking Kyle of the 49ers, Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan's in there. Really? I want to oh, put – Really? I said I wasn't going to say a word, but you're going you're gonna to put Kyle Shanahan there? Yes. I, he's no. been to like two Super Bowls in the last like, I don't four care, years. dude. The guy hasn't won big games. Screw – listen, I know you got to win big games to get there, but at the same time, with the amount of talent that San Fran has, you'd think that they'd have a little bit more success in the long run. Am I LeFleur wrong? is close. Matt LaFleur? Uh, eh, I wouldn't say Sean so. McVay's up there. I I was thinking Sean McVay. Sirianni. Yeah. No. no. See, I wanted to put Sirianni up there. He won a Super Bowl. <laughs> no, he didn't. That was he uh, lost to the Chiefs. He was in the Super Bowl. He was in the Super Bowl. Didn't win it. Steph Peterson, yes. But um, Doug won the Super Bowl. Doug. I think, I think um, who's the youngin at Houston? D'Amico, D'Amico Ryan. Ryan. He's yeah. good. He's gonna be great. 
Um, Stefanski is going to be solid. Kevin Stefanski is kind of out there, too. He turned that around. John um, Harbaugh. <laughs> yeah. John, yeah, yeah, I like John yeah. Harbaugh. Yeah. John Harbaugh. Number one, number one head coach in the NFL right now, Jim Harbaugh. Agreed. Completely oh. agree. Chargers Super Jim Bowl. H. Chargers Lions Super Bowl next year. Lions win. Really? Calling it. Yeah. Calling it. I think mm. the Chargers make it to the AFC Championship in three years' time, and they win a Super Bowl in five years' time. That's my prediction. Wow. That's what I think. How much you want to bet when Harbaugh gets that Lombardi, he retires? I don't think he, so. He probably will. I, I think so. he'll sign How one. How old is Jim? I think he'll sign one big contract with the Chargers and then be done when he's that like, expires. Yeah, he's like sixty-one. Or he's so, in think. his low sixties. Yeah, yeah. He'll no, retire when he's like seventy-two or something. Probably. Mm-hmm. Probably. I mean, it has to be, right? Yeah. He's kind of old. Oh, it's it's interesting, man. You know, Jim Harbaugh is is a guy that you know restored the Michigan program. Had to deal with a lot of um, criticism. In the past, what decade? He took just everybody from, just from with him. Five years. Took everybody with him. Yep, how can you blame how him? Works. How can you blame that's him? You can't. That just shows the kind of guy that Jim Harbaugh was. He had some mm-hmm. doubt at Michigan his few, first few years, but I think he silenced that. Um, in twenty twenty one, winning a national you know, championship. If that, Ruck, if that Rutgers you know, kicker doesn't miss that field goal, none of this ever happens. Oh, I agree. Am- you that, right? Ambrosio was a savior of Michigan. Yeah. You know football. Ben. Yeah. You know Ben. Hmm. Five years time, ten years time, maybe Michigan doesn't have this national championship. Maybe. Probably not. Maybe. <laughs> Probably not. But I don't really care. I get it. We were hanging out at my house when we won the national championship. I get and it. me and Tyler almost cried. It I was it. the greatest day it of my life. It was wonderful. It I was one it. of the greatest days ever. And yep. Tyler is going to the University of Michigan. Congratulations. Go Blue. Go Blue. Yes, sir. Tyler. A big, big round of applause for this kid. It's in, it's in the works right now. It's in the works. But me and Ben, maybe. Maybe. Probably. Maybe. Maybe. Probably. Roommates at Michigan State University. How could you just do that to yourselves, man? How could, I don't well, how could you do that to yourself? Mm. <laughs> what? Not you, Kyle. Because I know you you want to go to state and you're a state fan, but I do kind of want to go to state, though. Let me, let me ask you. <laughs> you know, I do, too. It's bigger, it's bigger than football, Novak. So, it's bigger than football. So, I know. So I do, me, too. Let me ask you a question, Novak. Um, don't you? It's a great yes, place. Yes, I want to go to state. Yes, 100%. it's a great place to go. How, well, let me ask you a question. What um what percentage of Michigan fans do you think actually went to the university? Oh, two percent, barely any, one percent, barely zero percent. But they're so fun to watch. I don't <laughs> care if they're fun to watch. None of their bat, none of their football players or basketball players could get in. See, if they there's were a to reason. For an academic no there's chance. a reason I naturally became a Michigan fan, and it's just because I despise Michigan State sports. Mm-hmm. Bro, <laughs> that's a fun way. So, to put so it. Let, and when let, I was, let me tell you something. When, I was on the when you go in the Breslin Center and you sit in the E zone for the first time, tell me how much you hate Michigan State sports in that atmosphere. Yes, Do you they have anything going in Chrysler right now? But you know what? They had nothing in Chrysler. Right. The fact that Juwan Howard is still a head coach for the Michigan basketball program. Oh, is don't absolute joke. don't get me started end. on that. You see Gonzaga at the end of the year. <laughs> Gonzaga's student section. Gonzaga, Gonzaga's yeah, got oh, a yeah. tiny little field house, but it gets lit, man. It's <laughs> yeah. so loud. Well, screw, screw that, man. You, you see back. what Penn State's doing with their old their old basketball arena? They're playing in their old basketball arena right now, and it's better than every than any game they had in their current basketball arena. Really? A hundred percent. Look it up. It's hmm. it's unbelievable. To I'm sit doubling there and watch. down on Arizona this year. I am doubling down oh on God, Arizona. I double down on Arizona every year, and it never works. <laughs> Wildcats are always. You didn't pick down. them to win the national championship last year. I ben. did pick FAU. Yes, you did. I did yes, pick you did. FAU to yes, go far. Me. I, I did. did pick FAU did. to go they far. They lost to Princeton. Year. <laughs> I picked them to go far last year. I picked them to go to the Elite Eight. It's the only the only person I know that picked them to go relatively far. 
So that's that's the one thing I brought about about my bracket. Everything else was a complete joke. I picked UConn to win. I got that one. Oh really, hey boy? Hey I've only boy. had one good bracket performance in my life. All my others have been crap. I predict I, I predicted the North Carolina Villanova national championship that one year, and I picked uh, North Carolina to win. But oh, that was only Villanova won that was the only. I was kind of pissed, but I still won my bracket. Yeah. yeah. I got the Michigan Villanova one right that year. And did you? Like, did, did you like, have Michigan winning? No. Oh but God, I got no. The game, I had the game right. See, go. that's the thing about the first two days of March Madness. It's literally make or break. Mm-hmm. Like it's whether Seriously, you keep yeah. watching March Madness or you stop. Mm-hmm. Like it's I mean, you can't stop watching March Madness, whether or I not mean, your I know. Bracket, whether or not your bracket's screwed, you but can't you just don't stop care. watching. Like you know, you know that first day of March Madness in our sports broadcasting class is going to be lit. We're going to have computers. We're going to have bunch of different games Screw up. That, I want to be there for it, but I won't be able Screw to. Screw that, man. man. You know, we're going to be we're going to be in the back room and we're going to be watching those games. We're oh going to be god. pretending like we're working. Oh my god, it's going to be amazing. Sorry Smith if you're listening to this. Well, it's going to be Srock. Hi Srock. Srock, <laughs> don't tell Smith, don't but tell Smith. we are not going to be doing much no. sports TPW, broadcasting work. TPW is going to be the time to watch it though cuz that go. takes place in the afternoon. When's the um when's the bracket like presentation show? Like how close are we? Slice not far. Time, we are not far. Not far. 2 weeks. I'm excited. If I think that. two weeks. State gonna make it, Ben? <laughs> if they, if, Let me tell you what's gonna it happen. It really depends. On. On I, I, th- I think if they Screw win, that. I think if they win two they, games if, in the Big Ten tournament, they're definitely in two games. I don't care about the Big Ten tournament, man. If, what if? It, here's what's gonna happen. All right, you have you have a lot of chances. Okay, what was the last time Michigan State won a game as a huge underdog? Yeah, how long has it been? <laughs> been years. Not only because they haven't really been ranked as a, as a big underdog, but because they don't win those big games anymore. Right. They get really, really close. How much was Duke it. favored by when you beat him in the Final Four? That's what I was going to say. The la- I have no clue. But the last time that we won a big game like that was Duke with Cassius Winston. So that's something to think about. Um, but if you if you beat Purdue, it doesn't matter what happens. doesn't matter if you lose the last two games. doesn't matter if you lose the first game in the tournament. You're in. Yeah, in Purdue at home is going to be tough. Don't care. Because that's a big quad one 100%. Win. That's huge. Big, big, big. Huge. So you win that game, you're in. What if Michigan pulls a Michigan and wins the Big Ten tournament like they did a few years doesn't ago? Matter. No, it's not going to happen. You're nope. Out. Not going to happen. No, if you're you out. win the tournament, they're going to get Oh, my God. Rounded. If you win the tournament, you're automatically in. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah every, every. That's what they did a few years ago. That's what I'm saying. They were like, they were like pretty below 500. And then I think we beat you one of the last games of the season. Mm-hmm. And then we won the Big Ten not we, the Michigan Wolverines. Team Michigan Wolverines. We won the Big Ten tournament. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I think, like, I don't know if it's every conference, but a lot of conference winners, like, they get the automatic bid. Yeah. Like, there's a bunch of them. And especially if yeah. you win a Power Five. Power Five is automatic bid in a high-ish seed. Unless you're Michigan, you'll probably be, like, a 12 if you win the yeah. tournament. But yeah. yeah, what was that the one year? I think 11, we made it to the Sweet yeah. 16 at 11. We made an 11 seed. As a, and we were an 11 seed made to the Sweet 16, beat we, Tennessee in the second round. Then we got oh, dominated by... um. Villanova, yeah, of course, always Villanova. Mm-hmm. There you go, Tyler. I think you were at my house for the Michigan-Tennessee game. We it's, watched it in the garage. Possible. In the garage. Yeah. The garage. Whoa, he know. Anyways, um, it's possible. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. No, it's it's weird. You know, Michigan has a um a long and long and extensive history. I think they're out automatically. I don't think. I don't think they're, they're gonna not going to win the Big Ten. T- I don't think they're going to win the Big Ten tournament. And realistically, yeah, right chance. now, I'm I'm doubting if they're even going to make the NIT because of how they played. Dude, they're not going to make the NIT. Horrible. They're horrible. Horrible. Nope. So there's that. Number one. Number two. Michigan State has multiple opportunities to make it. You win against Purdue, you're in. You lose against Purdue, that's fine. You're expected. You have to win. You have to win out. You have to win against Indiana and Northwestern. If those you, are, yeah, those are. If you win those, you have a chance to get in, right? And then based on how they do in the Big Ten tournament. 
You obviously has chance. The thing I do like, the thing I do like with the current state of college basketball is how competitive it is. True. Very it's true. Very competitive, and any team can really win on any given night, unless you're Michigan and you suck. Yeah. But you lose every game. Yep. But it's okay. It, what is this? The first year in what five years that any team has swept each other in that rivalry? Michigan's biggest win this year Been was against Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's interesting. But yeah. as we're gonna we're gonna round out the show here real quickly with one little tiny topic because I know Kyle has to go here. Um, but I want I want Got opinions from your guy from Michigan fans here. Um, give me you know what you guys think if Juwan Howard does get fired this season, where where do you think Michigan will look as their next head coach? You I don't know, and star? I don't care. You hunt, don't know. Just get hunt, him out. Hunt, hunt down old man John Beeline. Bring him back. No. Yeah. Hunt no. him down. Where is he? No where in, is he? In Detroit, in the front office. No, he's not there anymore. He was. Yeah, he was there, but now he's an analyst for. He's got to be close. He's got to be close. Hunt him yeah. down. I think you guys are crazy, man. I don't know. I don't know what. That's what I was going to say. That's what I would say. I would say Shaka Smart. Or Nate Oates. Shaka Smart and Nate Oates. Those are the only two names I would. Shaka Smart, the Marquette coach. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, with with Michigan State, Tom has obviously has received a lot of criticism. The only guy, I mean, not really the only guy, but the first guy that I would look towards at least if I was MSU would be Drew Valentine of Loyola Chicago. He was a grad assistant Who? on Drew Valentine. <laughs> let me let me explain you think why. You could you think 100 percent we can get, get rid of Izzo? Not right now, obviously. No chance. But if I'm saying if he With does, what he's done. You're no. never going to get rid of him. No, he no, no, leaves no, no, on no, no, his no, no. terms. I th- I think so. I 100 percent agree. But I'm saying his if team. that happens, yeah. I'm his saying box. it's his My world. School. We just lose anyways. It's 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 is uh, head coach Bob Bridges yeah. uh, spot right there. It's, it's yeah. Right there. Who's who's box Tyler? Izzo's box right now. His box. There you go. But I'm just saying, you know, do you, do you know who Drew Valentine is, Tyler? I do. I have heard the name. Yeah, so Drew, if, if anybody who's listening doesn't know uh, who Drew Valentine is out there, he is the current head coach at Loyola Chicago, has completely turned that program around in the couple of years that he's been there. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, what are we doing? <laughs> Kyle, what are we doing? What are um, we doing? Nothing. Tyler, throw me in our bet. That's all I'm going to say. Um, what? Um, Stop. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Dude, it's so early. Stop. Um, um, anyways, um, I think, you know, Drew Valentine completely changed that program around. <laughs> he was a former grad assistant on Michigan State. He is the brother of he is the br- brother of player of the year, Denzel Valentine, great player for MSU. So I think that's the guy you have to look towards uh, first. Anyways, that is unfortunately all the time that we have here today as we approach the 38-and-a-half-minute mark. Uh, left to go with, or not left to go, just overall in this podcast. Thank you very much for joining us on this beautiful Wednesday morning in Lake Orion, Michigan. We will see you in two Wednesdays and cannot wait to get back inside of the podcasting studio here at Lake Orion High School. For everybody involved, for Tyler Clausen, our late guest, Aiden Novak on the other side of the glass, Kyle Purdy on the audio board, and Ben Shadel. We all hope that Zachary Hayes is doing well and he will be getting better. We will see you guys later. Farewell, folks.